This is AZ Preps Live, covering high school sports all over Arizona. Hosted by the Dean of Arizona High School Sports, Kevin McCabe. AZ Preps Live, presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona built for America's dreams. We are one week into the reign of new champions in the world of basketball here in Arizona. That's right. The 6A and Open Division champs have been crowned, and we are celebrating them all day today. Welcome to AZ Preps Live. I'm Zach Larson, your host for today, in for Kevin McCabe, the Dean of High School Athletics. We are the premier high school sports show in the Valley, in the state, in the nation, and in large part, thanks to the best producer here at the station, Trevor Henry, behind the glass. Trev, what's going on today? What's going on, Plan? I think I like your intro better than McCabe. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about how I was going to get into the show, get off to a good start. Um, I've also been thinking of some nicknames here because we got the dean of the high school sports world. But I've got some suggestions here. Let me know what you think of these. Okay, the, the easy one I thought off the bat, the assistant dean. That's not bad. It's it, it's it's not bad. But I'd be more kind of the assistant to the dean, kind of like Dwight Schrute from the office being the assistant manager, but really the assistant to the man or to the manager. I've got Zigo as well. Z and Ego kind of meshed together. I've been called that before. Zatch, Zilch. I, I don't know. Do we have a nickname maybe by now that, that we can roll with? It depends on which one you go with. You, let's go with Zigo. Zigo? Oh, yeah, let's right, go with Zigo. Right. Zigo in the house today here on AZ Preps Live. We'll, we'll kind of figure out if that works out throughout the rest of the show. We've got a busy one filled today with coaches from the champions of the 6A Conference and Open Division. They all won titles last Saturday at Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum. We're going to just run through it right now. We'll start the morning with the back-to-back champion Perry Pumas. Head coach Sam Dwayne, son of Sammy Dwayne Sr., he is now with six titles to his name, Sam Dwayne Jr. He will join the show following his open division victory against Sunny Slope. Coach Dwayne of the Pumas stops by at 9.15. At 9.30, the girls open division champion Desert Vista Thunder, who dominated Millennium 63-37 in the first ever open division girls basketball championship game. Their head coach, Dave Williams, will share his thoughts on the season. Really, one of the best years in recent memory for the Thunder and Jersey Robinson. We had just talked to her a couple weeks ago. The freshman got it done for DV. We'll catch up with Coach Williams in half an hour. Following that conversation, we have the Zach Attack. Don't worry, the update guy is still going to do the Zach Attack show. We'll dive into all four of these games. Also give you an update on some baseball and softball scores. And these teams, we are transitioning from the winter to the spring for sports. There's a lot to catch up. The Boras Classic is beginning in a couple days, so good stuff in the baseball and softball front. In the second hour, we begin with a check-in on the Dean. Kevin McCabe will join the show with a recap of the championship games. He got to see firsthand in person, and he'll share his insights on some of the best games that we could get from the playoffs this year, the 6A title games for the girls and boys thriller games. And of course, seeing Perry and Desert Vista dominate, it was great. So he'll give us our thoughts on, or his thoughts on the two young starts of the, this season. Freshman guard, Jersey Robinson for Desert Vista, as we mentioned, and Perry's forward, Koa Pete. Are these two the best players to play that maybe the Dean has ever seen in the many decades of covering high school sports? We'll ask him at 10 o'clock. And again, last week, the game of the day, 
at 10.15. We'll talk to Coach Todd Fazio of Highland at 10.15. That game was an absolute thriller going into double overtime, and the Hawks come away with a two-point victory. We'll go through the final moments of that game along with kind of just an overview of the season for Highland. That finished really well all season long, 29-3, and an impressive record for Highland. Then at 10.30, Valley Vista. They won another 6A title, the fourth consecutive title for the monsoon and the six in the last seven years but with a new name at the helm coach rachel matakis she stepped down in february due to a health issue right before the playoffs began and that allowed her assistant coach brooke hinkins to step in and after an open division loss in the second round to the eventual open division champion desert vista thunder she led the monsoon on a four-game winning streak to close out the season, including a 48-46 to win over Dobson. She will join us to share us share her thoughts in her just couple games as the head coach and becoming one of maybe the top hot commodities in the head coaching market in this offseason if Valley Vista decides to return with Rachel Matekis after her health situation is all cleared up. So there you have it. That is our jam-packed show here. The best coaches in the game coming off a great championship Saturday. And just a hats off, clearly, to the teams that made the four title games and were runner-ups. For the girls, Dobson made it to their fifth title game in school history and just fell short. The Millennium Girls, we talked about it before on the show. It was a rough time losing a fellow classmate just a couple weeks ago. Had a game scheduled against the number three team, Seton Catholic. They were lucky enough to have the Sentinels postpone the game. And again, classy act and class move from Karen Self. That game was moved to the following week. Millennium took advantage of that opportunity, secured a two-point win there, went on to face Perry in the semifinals, took down the Pumas, who were number two, and put up a fight in the open division game. But again, the Thunder just too strong, too dominant all season long. So again... Credit to Millennium for a strong run, but their fifth consecutive title did not happen. They are no longer with the, they no longer have possession of the longest or the most consecutive winning titles in actively. The Valley, there we go. The Valley Vista Monsoon actively hold the most consecutive titles with four in the past four seasons. On the boys' side, Brophy in the 6A game. Honestly, we we're going to talk about it later on, but you cannot say enough about what Matt Hooten and the Broncos have done for that team. A heartbreaking end to the season. Just a couple games after they had nailed a three-point shot to beat Boulder Creek to advance to the 6A conference title game. Armand Mahdi crushing a deep three-point shot to move them on past Boulder Creek. You got to give credit to to Highland for winning the game, but Brophy all season long they were playing well as well. And Matt Hooten, one of the brilliant minds in the game of basketball for high schools in Arizona. Unfortunately, they fell short. And Sunny Slope, the 10th seed in the open bracket, making it to the championship. Likely the highest seed we'll ever see make the title game in the open division's history. Again, the first year, you give Coach Portella his respect because the Vikings, even though they were slept on all season long and maybe didn't get that title win over Perry, they aren't going to go anywhere. They're two years removed from a 6A title. They're going to be around for a long time, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see them maybe play for a 6A conference championship or make it back to the open division in the next couple of years. Player of the Year awards have begun to be handed out to some of these players, 
And no shocker that Koa Pete was named the Max Preps Arizona High School Basketball Player of the Year from Perry High School. 20 points, 9 rebounds per game, shooting 70% from the field. The sophomore and number 3 prospect of the 2025 class is going to continue to dominate in the coming years. Don't forget that name. But how about this? Camille Pierre, also from Perry, she earned the Arizona Gatorade High School Basketball Player of the Year Award after she averaged 24 points and just under 10 rebounds per game, almost had a double-double on the season. Anyone that faced Pierre was going to have a tough time with her in the paint, and she dominated all season long. Again, the Pumas fell short to Millennium in that Final Four matchup, or, yeah, Final Four matchup against Millennium by a couple of points. So, unfortunate that we couldn't see Pierre in one of the title games, but she definitely deserves the honor. So congrats to Camille and Koa. A sweep there for the Pumas, getting some of the national recognition there, the state recognition recognition for Arizona Players of the Year. And we got one football note as well. Doug Nysonson, new head football coach at Chaparral High School, previously coached in Colorado. Chaparral, their freshman squad, was one of the best this season, We've kind of touched on the possible transfer rules that might be not necessarily violated, but moved around there with Chaparral. They're building a great squad. And now you have Doug Nysonson, who had success over in Colorado. He takes over Chaparral. And I am just excited to see where this Firebirds program goes. Again, it wasn't a terrific season for Chaparral this year, but there is no doubt that the future is beginning to look really bright for Chaparral, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of years we don't see them at least competing for a 6A title once again, if not maybe winning an open division title. We're going to have to wait and see, but Doug Nysonson, your head coach for the Chaparral Firebirds, and again, the Boros Classic is beginning March 15th. Some of the best teams in the state playing, as well as some of the best in the nation. Bishop Gorman obviously coming to mind. But Hamilton, Basha, Corona del Sol, O'Connor, Mountain Ridge, a couple of the teams. We'll touch on it a little bit later on. But again, some of the best baseball teams getting in action. And with the WBC or the World Baseball Classic getting started soon, we're really getting into the baseball season. So spring is here. It's or it's here. You've got softball, baseball teams in action already. We're just getting into the thick of it. But coming up, we're talking with Pete or Koa Pete's head coach, Cody Williams' head coach, Sam Dwayne from Perry High School, after a big championship win that even caught the attention of a rising star in the NBA. He had to call the team immediately after the game. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Easy Preps Live. Presented by Brooklyn Betting. Here's more with Kevin McCabe. Yes, it's Easy Preps Live, the premier high school sports show in the state. I'm Zach Larson, in for Kevin McCabe. We begin our parade of champions with the first open division champion on the boys' basketball side. The Perry Pumas, fresh off a 74-58 win over Sunny Slope. Head coach Sam Dwayne joins the show now. Coach, good morning. One weekend to be being open division champions. How does it feel? Thank you for having me. Uh, feels really good. Um, really proud of our guys, and uh, what a tremendous season. 
Are we cutting into any of that spring break time right now with this weekend? I, I know it's a Saturday. Spring break's just getting around the corner. Do you have any fun plans now that you're open division champions? Maybe something you're going to celebrate now? You know what? I'm just going to uh, try to uh, recover and relax and uh, enjoy the next two weeks of spring break. Um <laughs> And enjoy it. Enjoy everything that uh, we have coming to us. Yeah, and it was a long season for you guys. But, I mean, take us back to Saturday night. Your guys just really maintaining control over this game. Early on, it was close, but your guys pulled away. You hear the final buzzer, and you see your your boys celebrate for a second consecutive year to hoist that gold ball. How special was it for you as the coach of this program? Oh, it was tremendous. Just um, so happy for our guys knowing um, the work that they've put in knowing uh, the challenges that they had to take from everybody this year and what they did um, to get to that point. So our feelings were really happy for our players. And to watch them celebrate, there's no better thing to watch your players celebrate in the moment. Yeah, and in that title game, you faced a sunny slope team with Coach Ray Portella that made it to this game as a 10th seed in the open. They flew under the radar for most of the season. How much do you have, how much respect do you have for Coach, Coach Portella and the fight they brought in that open title game? Oh, Ray is one of the best coaches in Arizona. He has been. Um, his track record uh, shows that. He's also a class act. He's a, he's a really good person, um, does a tremendous job. And, and Sunny Slope, congratulations to them. They had such a tremendous season. Um, they are going to be a problem in the future. Um, they're very young, but Ray is an outstanding coach. So um, we knew it was going to be a challenge going into that game. It was a challenge, but you guys definitely overcame it. Perry Boys basketball head coach Sam Dwayne Dwayne joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. You obviously had every player this season contribute in some way, shape, or form, but the talent that everybody has been raving about, Koa Pete and Cody Williams, coaching with these two guys has probably got to take some of that stress off your plate. How big were those two in the making of this title run? Those two are um, generational players, um, but even more importantly, Cody and Cole are tremendous people. Um, they're great teammates. Um, they have no egos. Um, they work uh, uh, really hard, and in practice, um, they're leaders. It, it makes our job easy as coaches. I really, really enjoy coaching uh, both them and all of our guys, and they kind of set the tone for our whole team. Um, one of the most uh, uh, fun seasons we've had as a staff um, every day they just come and they bring it, and, and they have fun and they have good personality. So um, our guys are, are fun to coach. It's been a, been a fun year. And speaking of Cody Williams, after the game, you had Jay Will, Jalen Williams of the Oklahoma City Thunder, the rising star. He FaceTimed with the team. I saw his social media post. He was ecstatic to see the Pumas, his Pumas win again. How awesome was it to have him call in and talk with guys after the win? Oh, tremendous. Uh, when Jalen, uh, Andrew Morrell, one of our former players and one of Jalen's teammates, had him on FaceTime on the phone, uh, it was awesome to, to see Jalen, to see he's excited for his brother and for Perry. And Jalen was so loyal to our program, the family so loyal to our program. Um, it was really special. Um, and he's having a phenomenal year. It's just fun to watch him see and watch him grow as a player. But that was really, really special for us. 
Coach Sam Dwayne on the Arizona Sports Line. After the win, I know the kids, they've been living on cloud nine. I'm sure they went out Saturday night and went to In-N-Out at one o'clock in the morning with the gold <laughs> ball strapped in the passenger seat. Was there any crazy celebration for you that night? Did you stay up late with family and friends or did you kind of just get in bed early and get ready for the next day? You know, uh, we were laughing. Our coaches went in the parking lot and I was like, guys, I'm exhausted. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a long season. So, we went home. Uh, we all went home and um, just tried to wind down, and uh, we'll get together as a staff here in the next week. Um, um, but we were all just happy, and um, uh, it's such a long day when you win that and then you celebrate as a team. Um, we kind of just were low-key this year. <laughs> yeah, a long day, but also just a long season as a whole. Thir- you had a 30-1 and record. You lost to Pinnacle back in early January. You got revenge in the playoffs with an 87-34 to win in the second round of the open division bracket. Do you feel like that loss was a lesson back in January to your guys to ensure they felt that sting of losing and didn't want to replicate it? And clearly you guys were able to get off that as you had a 15-game winning streak to close out the season. You know, I think it, it, it showed us um, that you can be beat if you don't bring your best game. Uh, every game that you can be beat. And uh, we took everybody's best shot all year. And uh, Charlie had his team prepared that night, and Pinnacle played really well. So we give them a lot of credit. They beat us that night, um, and they deserved to win that game. But our guys learned a lesson from that one that um, you got to play your best every night. And I think going forward, we always talked about, hey, you know, you can be beat. You have to be ready to play. You have to respect everybody. So I thought it was a good lesson for us. Um, uh, I'm not a a big proponent of of losing is good, but I think you learn from losing, and I think we did learn learn from that one. And you mentioned getting the best from all the teams that you're facing. Going into the season, coming off a 6A title championship win, did you feel like there was some added pressure having that target on your back? And then later on, as the season progressed, you were at the top of the rankings and then eventually the number one seed in the open division? You know, I don't think pressure is the word. I think we embraced it. Uh, we knew it was going to be there. And then it's how do you uh, how do you handle that? And I think we we chose to embrace that target. And we knew that taking everybody's best shot would make us better. And at the end, we would be able to throw our best shot, and it would make us a better team throughout. Um, so we embraced that challenge. We embraced that target, um, and we used it as motivation for us. So um, I think uh, it, it was a good thing to have that um, and to motivate our guys. So um, not really a pressure thing for us. We knew what we were up against, um, and our guys uh, enjoyed it. And that's a, it's a great thing to have a target. That means you're, you're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Head coach of the Perry Boys basketball team, Sam Dwayne, on the Arizona Sports Line. This was the first year of the Open Division. You got to see a couple more 4A, 5A teams in the playoffs. It didn't phase your squad, and I'm sure after you just rolled over these teams that stood in front of you, you're probably in favor of this open division, but what are your overall thoughts on how it all played out in the first year of this open division? You know what? I think they did a tremendous job with it. Um, I think the open is here to stay. Um, I think it brought a lot of uh, uh, publicity to Arizona high school basketball, a lot of positives to it. I think there's things, you know, everyone will sit down and, and look to tweak to make it better. But for a first year, um, I think it went pretty well. 
Um, there's things everyone will want to tweak, but uh, when you go into something the first time, you know, you go into it and, and then you look and see, hey, how can you make it better? But I, I think they, they did a really, really good job with it this year, and uh, it's here to stay, and, and I like it. So um, it, I think it's a good deal for Arizona. And yeah, you mentioned it's not going to be perfect on the first time around. Just like your start with the Perry Pumas over the past two seasons, you're 55 and six with two titles. You took over the program back in 2016 after years of success with Corona del Sol in which you won four straight titles from 2012 to 2015. Are we starting to see that now there's this dynasty kind of being built with Perry? Uh, You know, we're just trying to get better every day. Um, I got to give a lot of credit to our players. They've bought into um, the culture we're trying to build, which is a team-first uh, culture. A lot of credit to my assistants, Kevin Hartwig, um, a longtime head coach at Hamilton. He's tremendous with our guys. He deserves a lot of credit for how well we defend. Javon Cole, our young assistant, um, is going to be a tremendous head coach one day. Um, and then our administration, uh, our, our principal, Heather Patterson, and AD uh, Jennifer Burks, really support athletics. They really support our program. So I think all that coming together has really helped us uh, to put in what we want to do at Perry. Um, and I think that's laid the groundwork for us going to the into the future. Um, we're excited about the future. We know um, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, and we just try to stay in the moment and get better every day. Um, but we like where we're at in, in our program right now. You mentioned the future. You guys are going to be playing in the Section 7 tournament in the summer, so it's going to be exciting to see you guys compete with some of the best in the country at the Section 7 tournament. But really quickly to end off, your father, a massive figure in the high school basketball <laughs> world, Hall of Fame coach, multiple championships with Tempe and Corona. To have duplicated that success that your father had, to even one-up him now with six titles to your name, how big is that for you and your pride? Uh, that's uh, you know we joke a lot. Uh, my dad is my mentor. He, he's um, one of the few, uh, one of the people that I've I've learned from. I take his uh, uh, wisdom. Um, he's the base of what uh, I, I how I coach. Um, there's a few people that I follow. Coach Ernst, Coach Tom Bennett, Coach Roy Zuri are are my guys that have really mentored me. Um, but my dad is. Um, taught me a lot of things and um i love him very much and he's been a a big part of my success as a person and as a coach well he's i know he's definitely proud and again you've done it again back-to-back titles with perry high school first ever open division champions coach Dwayne, congratulations thank you so much for stopping by this morning and i'm sure we're going to hear from you in the future so keep on rocking out Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Coach Sam Dwayne from Perry High School joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Again, a magnificent season for the Pumas, who had a large target on their back all season long, but they didn't shy away from the moment. And after a year after winning the 6A title, they come away with the Open Division title. Speaking of the Open Division, we continue our parade of champions with the girls' open bracket winners, the Desert Vista Thunder. Head coach Dave Williams stops by the show next. It's AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. 
Fantasy Preps Live, presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here's more with Kevin McCabe. It's 9.30 on this Saturday morning, a week after the final basketball games of the season. I'm Zach Larson, in for the Dean Kevin McCabe. We now shift our focus to the Open Division champions on the girls' side, and we are now joined by Desert Vista head coach Dave Williams. Coach, good morning. How are we feeling one week into your reign as champs of the state? Well, I'm still, uh, can't believe it, uh, feeling really great, excited for the girls, excited for the Vista, looking forward to next year. Awesome. Entering this season, there's a lot of expectation for your girls to be the best of the best, and you did so securing the top seed in the open division, remaining atop the rankings pretty much all season long. Was there any added pressure being atop the rankings and having kind of that target on your back as the postseason began? You know, we talk about that a lot at, at, over in our program. We talk about the expectation of playing, of being excellent on defense. Because the pressure is only comes into play when you are um, depending on your offense. You know, are we going to be a good shooting team today? Are we going to be able to make layups? Can we make free throws? But this particular group of girls, 1 through 14, know that we have a high expectation of excellent defense and you know defense supports win championships so that kind of gives us a little reprieve from being so nervous you know I, I think that game against millennium we started out the first two or three minutes uh offensive minded you know kind of getting charges taking uh unorthodox shots out of our rhythm and i called a quick timeout and everybody go why are you calling timeout it's only about 45 seconds i didn't like the rhythm so we went and we focused on defense and and it really turned the turn the turn the tide for us. Yeah, and your postseason run again, like you said, it was a showcase of your dominance on the defensive end and on the offensive end for your Thunder. Not one game decided by less than double digits. The closest game, a thirteen point victory over the six A champion Valley Vista. To have a run like this in your first in the first ever open division bracket for the girls basketball squads, how big is it for you to have been at the helm for it all? You know, it kind of accommodates all the years of of studying basketball and all the years of success outside of, you know, not even with the girls. And once, and this particular girls group uh, kind of really just fit into everything I ever dreamed of for basketball because they're committed to the team, they're committed to each other, they love each other, and then they go out there and just lock up, go have fun support each other and it's just a big time thing for us we feel we feel very fortunate and uh, that, that we're at the right place at the right time with this being the first open we feel very blessed and very fortunate to be um to be the champions for this year coach dave williams of the desert vista thunder girls basketball team joining us on the arizona sports line fresh off a 26 point victory in the open division championship game millennium against millennium obviously your girls your girls were having a lot of fun but over on the other side it was a rough sequence of events for the Tigers who had the passing of a classmate. They rallied and took down Perry and Seton Catholic to meet you in the Open Division Championship game. How tough of an opponent was Millennium and Coach Danny Solomon to game plan against after the success they had in those couple of games before your game against him? We have a huge respect for that program. You don't, you don't see people win a program's win three or four championships in a row. Coach did a great job. We, we played against them last summer and we knew in a couple of our events, we knew that they had a great program. And, and 
I, I that was the most nervous I've been this year, and because I know how good we are on defense, I really don't concern myself. But they, with their maturity and with their leadership, and with the kind of girls that they have, with that mindset of not selling for second place, that was a, that was tough for for me as as a coaching staff. We we game plan really really um, at a, at a higher level than we had before. Because we knew that they that they were very prepared, very professional. The system is is unheard of. You know, it's just a great opportunity for us to go in and play against them. And and just to be honest with you, for the first all three quarters, I was kind of concerned. And up to the fourth quarter, I felt like we had it in hand. But you know, I've watched them, and I they I watched them play Seton the week before, and they, and they they execute down the stretch. And my concern was if it's a close game, we're in trouble. That was my concern. I mean, I felt like their coach is very astute and really smart and could get plays and find find their top players uh, in the right spots. So we were concerned about that. And you mentioned it's a tough opponent to play, and it wasn't really in hand. But in that championship game, you got to the third quarter, and your team went on a 26-8 to run to really kind of lock away the game. I mean, just all season long, I would always see Desert Vista pulled away with a 21-5 to run, a 20-4 to run. It just seemed like there's that one quarter where your team just is firing on all cylinders and just is in sync. Can you explain that? Is that like something that, that is your coaching-wise, or is that just something that the chemistry, it's just there and it's just grooving? Well, we, you know what? The game is, is, is based off of making adjustments. And and me doing me being kind of new to the girls game and having having I'm really blessed to have two three people on my staff that do girls basketball that's been doing it for a long time so I don't know the girls like they do so we'll make adjustments on who do we focus on defensively and who do we take out of the game and who do we allow to be um, free to shoot the basketball and once we make those adjustments and we find out that they work and then we get out and run and have fun that kind of it's always like the beginning of the third quarter because we did the same thing against Xavier you know they, they came in and played really well and I had no I, I had no idea who Ms. Matt, uh, that, that Dominique was I didn't know her I, I did the scouting report on her but and we let her watch them play but I had never have been in action with her you know and she's tough as nails and so we had to find a way to slow her down and make some other people beat us and, and then with the way we play sharing the basketball, making each other better. We don't care who scores. We just want the victory. That, that stuff kind of works a little bit in games, and that's how we take off. Again, the s- score of the championship game, 63-37, to 37, your Thunder won it. Though basketball, basketball world all season long, they got introduced to Jersey Robinson, a freshman phenom who came into our studio a couple weeks ago. The confidence that she exuded was so impressive. Just a couple a week before the championship game, Coaching her all season long, how much of a treat was that for you to have a freshman who stepped up this season and just exploded onto the scene in year one? Well, like, like I've said so many times, this, this young lady just won't, does not like to lose. At sprints, at free throws, at, um, at anything that we do team-wise, her team is not to, doesn't want to lose in the, in the uh, scrimmages. Uh, when we when we having shooting competitions, uh, trying to get our green light, like get green light license, bad shooting license for that week. We do a drill every almost every Monday where we um, have a green light shooting drill. You have to get your license to be a green light shooter. And man, she don't like to lose. 
you know, you got it's seven spots, and, and um, you shoot there for two minutes and see if you can get up to 70. And to get to 70 in two minutes, any spot, um, you get a green light license. Man, she got that green light license every week, <laughs> and she just does not like to lose. And so, with a fresh, even though she's a freshman, she came in and led through example. And same with Miss um, with Shay. They came in because it was tough for me. I have to be honest with you. It was tough for me as a coach to to um, to work, to work this out because I'm I'm 25 and two last year, and we lost to Valley Vista. Only two games we lost was Valley Vista. We just didn't have enough to get over. But and then looking at these girls that took me there, and I'm going, geez, how am I going to do this? But they came in like a storm and just said, you know what? Uh, we love you guys. We all get friends. We don't, we don't like to lose, and we're going to play hard, and we're going to be leaders, and that kind of helped me to um, put the program together. So she has a, a, uh, a something inside of her that, that in the right situation, she is unstoppable. And I'm not talking about points. I'm talking about defense, rebounding, shooting the ball, making the right play, and then smiling all the way through it. So that's that's – even though she's 14, she's a little bit ahead of her time. Yeah. <laughs> she reminds me of my of my younger brother, Paul, when he was 6th and 7th grade. I'd have all of my 8th and ninth grade friends mad because, you know, he was always, you know, even though he was 13, 12, 11, 12, and 13, he was better than average freshman at that time. So she gets the same thing. Everybody looks at her and goes, well, she's only 14, 13, 14. I'm going, no. She might be that age, but her basketball skill and her basketball ability is beyond its age. Coach Dave Williams of the Desert Vista girls basketball team joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. You mentioned a little bit earlier that you had you didn't have much experience coaching girls before you took this job. You previously coached the boys at Desert Vista and left in 2014 after having no losing seasons. You get hired back with the Thunder, but now as the girls coach in 2020, when you took over this program, a girls basketball program for the first time, did you ever envision yourself being in the spot you're in right now to be a championship-winning coach? Or was there just a lot of fear into working with girls now instead of the boys and, and just trying to figure out how to coach them differently? Well, you know, I love the girls for, boys program over there. And all those kids over there, I had them. When I first took that job, um, um, we, we had, I did the girls varsity team and I did the freshman boys. I did them both at the same time. We were very successful both sides. And so I got close to the guys. But just to be honest with you, on the, on the girls' side, I, had very, I, very, I was very apprehensive. Um, a friend of mine that I've been knowing for a long time, my great buddy, we started together in club. Uh, Dwayne Casey is the reason I'm even over there because the night, the last night for the applications to be in, he, he called me and said, man, did you get it in? I go, Casey, I'm not going to do it. He physically made me do it. He said, come on, coach, they need you, man. So I did it, and, and I'm thankful that he was persistent and, and there for me. And this guy, because I thought he should have been the coach. But because he'd been there for, you know, six or seven years, five or six years. And he just, he didn't want to give up the program. So because of my respect for him and my love for him, I said, come on, let's do it. And then here comes the first class coming in that we was in. And then there, the, the pandemic was going on also. So here come these freshman girls, Iana Diggins and Maddie Brown and Sid Taylor, just a group of girls um, came over, and next thing I know, 
I'm looking. I'm going. You know what? They they okay for freshmen. They run hard. And they practice hard. And so we didn't have a gym to practice in because we were going through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Closed down most of the gyms. So we ended up going over to Pecos Park and Rennie Hills and just got some basic um, parts of our system out with them. Gave them information about what we do and we play defense. We we got to be better than everybody on the with our conditioning. We're going to play at a, at a at eight cylinder pace. And man, next thing I know, I'm, I, I kind of liked it. I kind of fell in love with it. I said, you know what? This is not bad. The only thing difference is there's boys and there's girls. Yep. But this particular groups of girls play at the same tempo and speed that the boys play at. So it didn't, I, I fell for it and it worked out. It definitely worked out. You're now top the state. You're in within the top 25 of the national rankings in the country of one of the best elite programs, girls basketball programs in the country. I've got one more question for you. It's an easy one with spring break just getting underway. Do you have any exciting plans, team trips, any celebrations in store for you and the family? Well, you know what? We just—I'm just happy to be home and taking it easy. Just to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not going into a stressful uh, cruise or anything like that. But the, most of the girls uh, took off, uh, did some things with their families. We stayed in contact. Uh, we'll start back up when they get back because we got invited to the um, to a national tournament in Washington D.C. Uh, sponsored by ESPN, and so we'll be playing in that uh, April the fifth through the seventh. So we have to get back on the snide again and try to get back, get ourselves back in shape and get our system back in place. So other than that, um, we just needed some time. Everybody just took a couple of weeks off. And I tell you what, I've never been so happy to see spring break in my life. <laughs> I'm just glad to be, have some rest, you know, and, and kind of have a little free time to do some things with the family. Yep. It was a sprint all season long. And I know get it done is one of your big mottos and you certainly got it done coach putting desert Vista back on the map with the dominant season. And I'm excited how to see how you and the girls next season perform, because I definitely have a feeling this isn't a one and done type team. And that's a credit to what you're doing for the program coach. Congratulations on the title. And thanks for taking some time out of your weekend to spend it with us. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Coach Dave Williams of the Open Division champion Desert Vista Thunder win the girls bracket with a dominant win over Millennium in the title game. Again, you can't say much else about this Desert Vista team when they go out there and just play as well as they did 28 and 3 on the season. An impressive year for the Thunder. And again, Jersey Robinson, this was just year one. She's got three more years and she's already getting D1 offers. So we're not going to hear or that's not the last we're going to hear of her. Anytime soon in the world of high school basketball. Okay, coming up, it's the Zach Attack. It's news, notes, all the big stuff from the championship Saturday, as well as some of the upcoming big games in baseball. Stick around. It's Easy Preps Live on Arizona. The Zach Attack. Serving you up the biggest stories in Arizona high school sports. On AZ Preps Live. It's that time again. We are locked in live on AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports. Zach Larson in for the Dean. Kevin McCabe 
We have the Zach Attack, the news and notes from the previous week. We go back to Saturday morning last week as Valley Vista and Dobson faced off in the 6A conference title game. The Monsoon were vying for a fourth consecutive title. Dobson looking for their first title in girls basketball in over 30 years. Dobson's defense, it was a key component for the Muskings in this postseason run in the 6A bracket. It was shown early on Monsoon couldn't break away completely in this one, holding a six-point lead at halftime. In the second half, the Mustangs continued to fight back, and the game was tied late at 46 apiece. Aliyah Garcia at the free throw line for Dobson takes her final free throw shot, and it missed. It caroms off the rim and into the hands of Olivia Arvayo. Arvayo took the ball across midcourt into the right elbow, drove to the basket, put up an off-balance shot, and banks it in to put the monsoon up by two. The defense would hold on for Valley Vista fall on that falling possession. They would inbound the ball, and Valley Vista secures the 6A Conference Championship, the fourth consecutive championship for the Monsoon, a 48-46 victory. Arvaio, the leading scorer in that one, 14 points in the game, the game-winning bucket as well, definitely proves she can come up clutch on the big stage and make the shot when she needs to. Emma Dasovich also contributing with 10 points, and Jocelyn Chavez scoring 9 in the win as well. We will talk to Coach Brooke Hinkins at 10.30 more about this unbelievable run that began in early February after the news that Coach Rachel Matekis, the Lord of the Rings for Valley Vista, was stepping down before the postseason for health reasons. Hinkins took over at, from the assistant coach position. She stepped in, and in her first games as the head coach, she goes on to win a championship and secure six, title number six in the last seven years for the Monsoon out in surprise. A big win for VV. Following that game, we had the boys 6A conference title game, Brophy against Highland. Two teams that had survived the last round on final second shots. Armand Motti made a deep three to send the Broncos to the title game. The Hawks stepped up defensively and forced a tough shot to move on in their semifinal matchup. This game was as good as it was going to be on paper. Highland, even though struggling on offense, as only two players were responsible for points in the first half, 14 for both Brock Miller and Noah Peterson, it was good enough to hold the lead at halftime. 28-26 to 26 was a score. Braden Speed and Aiden Motti combined for 17 first-half points on Brophy's side. The back-and-forth game kept us tied at 52 apiece at the end of regula- regulation. One overtime period began, and it all ended, still knotted up, now at 56 points this time. Second overtime was another low-scoring quarter as fatigue began to take part, but Brophy would outscore Highland 5-4 to four in the first three and a half minutes of the second per- overtime period. As time was winding down, the Hawks were looking for the best possible shot, and the ball landed in the hands of Hayden Winnegar with just over 10 seconds to go. Winnegar had only made one of his six three-point shot attempts in this game, but he nailed the one that mattered most. His shot went up and cashed a tray for Highland. Brophy rushed a shot down the court with a great look from the right wing, but the three did not go. Highland wins 63-61, to the first basketball title for the Hawks in school history. Football and basketball securing 6A titles for the Gilbert School in the same year. An all-time classic win for the Hawks, Noel Miller and Peterson, the leading scorers in this one. 27 for Peterson, 22 for Noel Miller. But Winnegar, the shot heard round the Coliseum, the true hero, six points in the game, but the three that mattered most. In open division game number one, 
for the girls. Desert Vista and Millennium matched up the Tigers looking for a fifth consecutive title. DV looking for their first girls basketball title since 2014. We just talked to Coach Dave Williams. You know how it went down. After one quarter, it was 13-11, to 11, Thunder with the lead. The Tigers came out with a bang 5-7 of seven shooting and def- defensively holding the Thunder to a close competitive game. But again, if you've been following Desert Vista Thunder basketball all season long, you know it just takes one quarter for this team to turn it on, make those adjustments like Coach Williams mentioned, and outrace their opponent on offense. The third quarter, that was it. They outscored the Tigers 26-8. to They would seal the game in the fourth, winning 63-37. to The first title for the Thunder in nine years. The first ever Open Division Girls Champions. The first ever Open Division Champions because the game was played before the Perry Sunny Slope game. That game was played in the afternoon. Again, Coach Williams, very proud of his team, and he deserves a lot of credit. The Thunder dominating all season long. Jersey Robinson with 21 points. Dylan Swindle had 16. And again, Jersey Robinson had her in studio a couple weeks. We saw her play some of the best ball all season long. 22 points and 8 rebounds a game. This season as a freshman. I was a weenie back in my first year of high school, and here's a freshman killing it on the court, now receiving multiple D1 offers. It's a scary team already that should be on the radar for a 2024 title. That's how talented this team is. And for the girls, they ain't going to go anywhere, so they will be atop the girls' rankings going into next season. Perry. All season long, dominating. They matched up against Sunny Slope in the first ever Open Division title game. Again, the Vikings, the 10 seed in the Open Division bracket, taking down Basha in the semifinals. Perry, really just all season long, dominating with a 30-1 and record. And it was shown in this game, their talent was just too much to overcome for Sunny Slope. A 74-58 to victory for a back-to-back title. This time now an open division title, but last year the 6A title winners. Pumas finished the season on a 15-game winning streak. Their only loss, again, we mentioned with Coach Sam Duane earlier on. It was a loss to Pinnacle by two points. They returned the favor by winning over 53 points in that previous match, or just under 50 points in that previous matchup. Again, in this game, we saw Koa Pete. He had 35 points, a game high in this one. All season long, dominating. Just a tremendous talent. Just a sophomore, too. He's going to be one of the best players in the nation in just a couple years when he's in his senior year and trying to decide where he's going to go afterwards. Hopefully, Perry doesn't lose him to one of these prep schools. Who knows what could happen there? Also, in this game, senior Cody Williams reached double figures. He finished with 15 points in the win for Perry. So the Pumas, your Open Division boys, champions, the first ever Perry and Desert Vista, immortalized forever now in the history of Arizona high school basketball in the the state. Quickly going to baseball and softball, just looking at some of the standings really quickly here. Hamilton, one of the lone undefeated teams here in 6A conference play. Mountain Ridge, the only other one, as the Basha Bears, they suffered a loss last week. They're 6-1 on the season, but again, we mentioned the Boras Classic. It's going on this upcoming week. We're going to see teams like Hamilton, Basha, Mountain Ridge, O'Connor, Chaparral. Great baseball teams that are going to be in action. It's definitely going to be a tournament we're going to keep an eye on, and we'll update you next week. On the 6A side, for the softball rankings, Basha is 6-0. Harry, 3-0. Hamilton actually with one loss on the season already. They're 5-1. I think the biggest 
biggest shock, though, here in the 6A Premier standings, this region is Xavier's in last place with a 2-3 and three record. Just a couple of years, a year away from a championship title. And they're so far off to a slow start. Obviously, that's not going to stay up for Xavier. They're going to bounce back. But kind of a shock to start here early on this season. Dobson and Red Mountain, they're also undefeated on the season. And Sunnyside, 6-0, and one of the best records in softball play. Those are some of the big names right now in the softball world. Again, now that basketball has finally settled down, we're done. Almost done with celebrating all the champions as we'll continue on with the show. We're going to start transitioning into the spring sports. So we're going to keep an eye on these baseball and softball teams. It's going to be good stuff. We're going to, we're going to have great theater as we continue on. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have the second hour, and we begin with the host of the show, the dean of high school sports, Kevin McCabe, is going to stop by the show, give us his thoughts on last week's Open Division games, as well as the 6-8 title. 